At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Denver City Cast with Holden Kushner, presented by Bet Rivers. Hold on, Vison. It is the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Lots of Broncos today. Lots and lots. You know, on this show, I love betting a lot of different sports. We cleaned up on the Stanley Cup playoffs and the finals. Cleaned up in March Madness. Love basketball. We bet the Jokic future to win MVP. But let's face it, uh, the biggest sport out there is the NFL. And we're going to bet a lot of it. I'm going to give you a lot of plays. And we're going to go win some money this year. So here's what's coming up on the show. Our buddy... Mark Springer from Altitude 92.5. Get his thoughts on tonight's uh, preseason NFL slate. And we'll get a pick or two. I think he has a pick. Yeah, he told me on that that uh, Field of Dreams game in Iowa tonight. So I believe that's the Cubs and the Reds. Uh, no interest in that. I'll be watching preseason football. Meaningless football. Got a report from the Broncos practice today. A lot of fights in this joint practice with the Cowboys. I'm actually taping this late because I want to get some news on who will and won't be starting or playing even. Who will and won't be playing Saturday night against the Cowboys with the Broncos. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't learn much today from Hackett. It's unfortunate. And, and I want to look at the Broncos depth chart too. Plus, everybody's got a thought on Tom Brady taking 10 days off. And I, I've got another thought too on that. But today, the Broncos had to have broken the attendance record. On the hill by thousands. Um, you've it, one of the reporters said it was like a nightclub. Only you only get in if other people leave, or when other people leave. Cowboys in town, tons of Cowboys fans, obviously tons of Broncos fans. So much excitement. So that doesn't surprise me. Um, here's what did surprise me. I usually think there's going to be two or three fights during these practices. These guys, they're done hitting their own teammates. 
They're done with the offseason. They haven't beaten anybody up in a long time. And there were seven fights at practice today. Five full fights, another two dust-ups. You don't want to see that. And all of them were between the Broncos' defense and the Cowboys' offense, not the other way around. Cowboys' defense against the Broncos' offense, no. Broncos' defense against the Cowboys' offense, yes. I actually like that. I just don't want to see guys get hurt, you know? And the interesting thing, the interesting thing about this is that now you've seen the head coaches end up with a lot more, they're taking a lot more out of these joint practices than they do the preseason games. You're like, are you serious? Yeah, I am serious. Because the the starters, the studs are playing in these joint practices. The preseason games are usually for the guys that are trying to make the roster or second stringers or even first team guys that are younger that are out there playing. So they get a lot from these joint practices. And I think it's important you, you follow this stuff. I don't want to get too involved in what happened, but Russell Wilson apparently had a great practice today. That's what we like to see, right? We like to see that. Um, it's big. It gives you a little bit of confidence. And maybe it gives you uh, gives the players a little bit of confidence, too, that things are trending the right direction because we haven't seen this team out there yet. Um, DJ Jones said it got chippy with the Cowboys because the um, Cowboys were getting their tails kicked, he said. <laughs> now, the reason why I went late, I mean, it was great to find out that Russ had a strong day, but the reason why I went late today, I wanted to find out who is and isn't playing on both sides. It doesn't seem as though the Cowboys give a damn about this preseason game. You know, Mike McCarthy even said it. You're not going to see Dak Prescott. You're going to see most of their studs, which is great. And it makes you lean toward the, um, toward the Broncos. But then I was waiting on news on the Broncos. I just didn't get it. Wilson, Russell Wilson might play a series, but then again, he might not play. Who the hell is in? Who the hell is out? We need to know. Is Javante going to get a little run in the preseason? Is that really going to happen? You know, I would say a series out of Russ. Who knows? I mean, you could end up scoring a touchdown on that drive as a pair, as opposed to having some jabroni backups out there like Josh Johnson and rip it. I shouldn't have called them jabronis, but you know what I'm saying here. So here are the lines again on Bet Rivers. Broncos minus two and a half. That juice is now at minus 121. Cowboys at even money. Or actually, yeah, even money at plus two and a half. On the money line, a little bit of money coming in on the Cowboys here. Minus uh, 152 for the Broncos on the money line. Cowboys plus 123. And again, that total has dropped from 33 and a half to 31 and a half. Too late if you didn't get on that already. I mean, you could think maybe it does go under a little bit with the backups, but here's how I, I'm trying to break this game down. We're just not getting the news we need. But if it's a game where one of the starting quarterbacks is playing, the other one's not, I'll take the one series out of the Broncos and say, wow, you know, it's a two and a half point spread. Maybe they even get a field goal out of that. That's a major advantage in a preseason game. When you're handy, when I'm handicapping other games in the preseason, I'm basically looking at backup versus backup, uh, backup quarterback versus backup quarterback, maybe even kickers. So once I start talking about that Ravens-Titans game in just a little bit, I'll get into that. But again, I'm going to have to have a play by tomorrow. We're going to have to know who is and isn't in, right? So here was Mike McCarthy on the Cowboys. He goes, none of my starters are playing. It doesn't make a lot of sense to give a group of guys one series. Okay, and maybe Hackett, 
has a different idea. But Dallas won 11-1 the last 13 against the spread? Really? In the preseason? McCarthy sounds like he couldn't care less about any preseason game. And now multiple coaches are saying that the joint practices are the best options for veterans. So you add it up right now. If Wilson plays the first series, and I, I wonder if the line moves maybe half a point or so, I'm back in the Broncos. I'm back in the Broncos if Russell plays. If he doesn't, then you got to start saying Cooper Rush versus Josh Johnson. Cooper Rush has played Ben DiNucci, total garbage versus Rippon. That's kind of a that's kind of a push. So the backup quarterback, I actually give a slight advantage to Dallas. A slight advantage to Dallas. No bets in yet. That was number one on the front range for the four biggest stories on the front range. Let's get to number two. We got preseason NFL betting. And as I told you yesterday, I gave you some trends, some betting systems, I should say. Favors, favorites uh, from three and a half to seven have been going 56%. Okay. You've got minus one to minus three. Underdogs usually thrive here. I mean, we're talking 59.5%, almost 60% of the time, dogs in the plus one to plus three range. And that system tells you that the Dallas Cowboys have the advantage in this game. Again, not betting it yet. I did have a heavy lean toward the Cowboys, though. I did. And then McCarthy came out and said, forget about it. I thought that we'd get Dak Prescott maybe for a drive there. But it just looks like we're not going to get what we want. At least we're not going to get what I wanted. Uh, breaking down the Ravens and the Titans. I told you yesterday, I'm taking the Ravens tonight. Minus three and a half at even money. Um, I got it at three. See if you can get it at three. Nonetheless, I'm still back in the Ravens here. Minus three and a half even money. Minus 190 on the money line. 32 and a half is the total. I'm not messing with the total here. Ravens. So they're 18-1-1 against the spread under Harbaugh in his last 20. They've won all 20 games. Okay. So minus 190 juice is almost unheard of. I don't, I don't think I've ever bet a minus 190 straight up. I'm going to do it here. I'm throwing a half unit on the Ravens minus 190 and another half unit on even money minus three and a half. So we're not going to get a whole unit back once this goes down. See if you can get the Ravens at three. I'd feel more comfortable with that number at three and then minus 190. Sheesh, I can't believe I'm doing that. So let's talk about the process besides for the fact that the Ravens win all of these preseason games, right? Let's look at the backups. Rookie Malik Willis for the Titans. I think he's a little bit raw coming out of college. He goes up against Tyler Huntley and Brett Hundley. Two guys that have been in the league for a little bit long. Huntley's actually proven that he can play. So, again, I'm feeling good about this Ravens bet. Let's get rolling here. And uh, that's the official play from this show. That's the official play. Let me throw out some other numbers, though. Some other guys that are either good or bad in the preseason. The Bills. Sean McDermott is 7-0 and straight up and against the spread in the last two preseasons. If you don't know who Sean McDermott is... He is the head coach of the team that is favored to win the Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills. Bills plus one and a half at minus 110. Bills plus 107 on the money line. No bet here, but just so you know, that's 7-0.
Belichick, nine and two straight up, eight and three against the spread the last three years. Mike Tomlin, 12 and four straight up, three and one against the spread each year. Now you got Sean McVay of the Rams. He's on a five-game losing streak. McCarthy, 0-4 straight up against the spread last year. And Arthur Smith, 0-3 straight up against the spread uh, last year. Arthur Smith, come on. I mean, the Falcons were 0-3, not Arthur Smith at this point. So that's what we have going on right now. A lot, right? A lot going on with preseason football. I am very, very excited about this because my favorite sport, my bread and butter, my favorite thing in the history of the world sports-wise would be, well, Kansas winning the championship, but then the NFL. It's spectacular. All right, let's move on a little bit here. That was number three on the front range, number two on the front range four. We're going to get to number three in just a second. Um, I do want to remind you about home field advantage. There is none. So those of you that are betting the Broncos because of home field advantage, don't bother. The road teams are 54%. Okay, you can make a little profit if you just bet the road teams there in the past. And uh, 37, big number for totals. Below 37, they've gone over at 57%. Totals of 37 or higher have gone under at a 57% clip. It's also supposed to be in the upper 80s, close to 90 uh, in the Jaguars game. And in temperatures, at least 90 degrees over the last nine, eight and one to the under. So, yeah, let me give you the other play. This I I like this one just about as much as the Ravens play. Jaguars, this Jaguars game under 37 and a half. I mean, it's a big total. I honestly don't understand why. Um, oh, because Deshaun Watson's apparently going to play. Yeah, that was it. And guess what? I have a hard time believing he's going to play. And even if he goes out there and plays 37 and a half, the way this thing is gone. It's not like the Jaguars are going to be tearing it up. They looked awful week one. They could bounce back and get a couple touchdowns this week. But, you know, how much are they playing Deshaun Watson? If there's a broad, if there is a report that Watson's playing a full half, all right, I'm a little bit concerned. I still think sometime between now and Friday night at 5 o'clock our time in the mountain time, something's going to come out. The NFL can't afford Deshaun Watson going out there and playing a preseason game. Horrible, horrible look. So my two plays, tonight's play is the Ravens minus three, tomorrow's play, Jaguars, Browns, under 37 and a half. Okay, let's get to number three on the front range four, the four biggest sports stories on the front range. We're going to look at the Denver Broncos defensive depth chart. Ah, oh, yes. Now this came out yesterday and it's not official or anything. Okay, it's not official. It just tells you where guys are playing around right now. And I think it's, you know, it's obvious up front. Draymond Jones, DJ Jones, Deshaun Williams, the front three and the three, four. Boy, I'd like to see Deshaun Williams just stay healthy and kick some ass this year. Same thing with Bradley Chubb. Now, there was some talk that Roquan Smith could be here inside linebacker. Well, as of right now, you've got Josie Jewell, Jonas Griffith on the inside, Malik Reed, Bradley Chubb on the outside. I actually like the inside linebackers right now. The problem is depth with uh, you know, Alex Singleton, the only guy I really have a little confidence in there. And then the secondary, maybe a little thin at corner, but they're elite. You know, you've you got Sertan and Darby. That is an elite pairing back there. Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons at safety, strong safety Jackson, free safety Simmons. Extremely strong secondary. Maybe not the deepest position in the world, but I'll put the Broncos secondary up there 
in the top five or six in the game. Okay. Now, some other things. Let's get to the second stringers. You had McTelvin uh, and Mike Purcell and Jonathan Harris, second string defensive linemen. And then you got the rookies, Wazarike and Henningsen as the third stringers. Again, you'd like to see a little bit more depth on the defensive line, but they could probably get away with it. Slot cornerback. Talked about Darby and Sertan at the slot, though. <clears throat> Quan Williams. Quan Williams, bad dude. And Michael Ojemudia. So there, again, I think Sertan, Darby, Williams, Ojemudia. You got four guys. And let's not forget about the kid that's just tearing it up. Damari Mathis. And Mathis is behind Ojemudia at left cornerback. But again, I think if this kid could translate to the regular season, now you're talking about five legit guys back there. Uh, the backup safeties, Caden Stearns, P.J. Locke, fine with that, fine with that. Uh, and then as far as special teams goes, you got to see Montreal Washington. I, he's probably the guy I'm more excited to see on Saturday night than anybody else. Uh, Sam Martin, a lot of Broncos fans fed up with him. Uh, we'll see. There's going to be a battle between him and Corliss White Waitman. So it'll be very interesting to see where that ends up. Okay. Number four on the front range four, all right? Tom Brady. Let's talk about Tom Brady because Tom Brady is, he's all the talk. He's all the talk today. Um, number one, he's taking 10 days off from the team. He can go hang out with his family. And a lot of people are in an uproar. Why does Tom Brady deserve that? Tom Brady can do any damn thing that he wants to do at this point. Tom Brady has earned that right. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback, possibly the greatest winner in the history of the National He is the greatest winner in the history of the National Football League. He's the best. That's why they call him the GOAT. With all that being said, um, you got to think that when he came back, he told the Bucs, listen, I'm going to need about a week and a half, hang out with my family, do whatever I need to do. And what are you going to do if you're the Bucs? No. No? Who the hell is your quarterback if it's not Tom Brady? The, he basically, Tom Brady should be allowed to do whatever he wants to do. Tom Brady wants to not practice during the week. Tom Brady doesn't need to practice during the week. Tom Brady wants to take 10 days off in the preseason. Give him the 10 days off. You know, what the hell is it going to help him at this point? Oh, but his teammates, you know, his teammates, they need to be around him. They need, you know what? His teammates have worked out with him. It's going to be just fine. You, they've seen a lot of them right now. We know that most veterans, quarterbacks aren't even playing in these preseason games. When you're as great as he is, you get special treatment. And he deserves special treatment. I think it's as simple as that. How can you treat one guy different than the other? Because the one guy is the best player in the history of the world. <laughs> that's, that's how. It's not very difficult. It's not very difficult. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, it's Mark Springer. Ah, uh, yes. My man, Mark Springer, my main man. Uh, he's going to give us some bets in baseball tonight. We're going to discuss preseason bets. I th he told me he had one from the Jaguars game, too. So I got the under in that game. Uh, we'll see which way he is going in that game. And then... We'll wrap up the show after that because there's uh, 
some player props to get to that I'm going to break down in depth tomorrow. But I do want to bring this one up. It's really, really good. It has to do with Javante Williams and Cortland Sutton. But my man Springer is next on the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to sign up. Must be 21, must be located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. All right, the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers continues here. Mark Springer, our Avs guy, but he's not only an Avs guy. He loves all sports, and he's a Denver guy. And it's wonderful to see you. People can't see us. You always wear a backwards hat. Uh, today, I just didn't want to bother with my hair. So I, too, am wearing a backwards hat. Happens about two times a year, so you should be so lucky to see me that way. Is that a Washington Capitals hat? It is. It's from 2009. And I was given uh, jerseys, hats, all sorts of stuff by the organization. Uh, it's literally the only hat I have. I have a bucket okay. hat that I don't wear. It's literally the only hat I have, though. I have no other hats uh, to wear. Yeah, it's a good way to cover the the, the, the bed hair, which I am currently wa- rocking. So, uh, yeah, just throw on the backwards hat. You're good to go. Everyone's like, yeah. hey, he looks like he showered, right? Yeah. I, did, I did not shower today. <laughs> Nor did I. Yeah, so that's basically what sports bettors do. We wake up, we're greasy, and once in a while we'll shower. Yeah. Uh, usually after an awful, awful loss, I just want to wash everything off and cry in my tears. What are we on? What are we, what's going Let me start with the Broncos. Okay. And, and I was telling you earlier, I was uh, all ready to, to bang the Cowboys at minus two and I'm going, Oh boy, this is or minus two and a half. And I'm going, this is great. You know, Russell Wilson isn't playing. We know this right now. And then I wake up this morning and I read Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy legitimately could not care less about this game. He says that the joint practices are where the starters will get their work. So right now I'm just waiting for Hackett to speak. I'm not going to place a bet on this game probably till tonight or maybe even tomorrow morning. Where are you at? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. And, you know, my lean from the start like you was Broncos. Um and and then obviously Russell Wilson now it doesn't look like he's gonna play. Uh, so line's been all over the place. Now it's Broncos minus three. So it'll be Josh Johnson and Brett Rippon. Like that will be for sure. You won't need Nathaniel Hackett to tell you that. Uh, who starts between Rippon and Johnson? I, I don't know. I guess that'll be decided. I don't know. Hold on. Is Cooper Rush playing in this game? Because he should be playing. Yes. He beat the Vikings on Sunday Night Football last year. But it is Broncos minus three. It'll be Nathaniel Hackett's head coaching debut uh, at Mile High. Uh, yikes. This, to me, is a stay away. Yeah. Um, but the line certainly says that the Broncos, when it's all said and done, will win this game. Yeah, this is. But this one is a stay away. Of all the preseason games, I'm not a big fan of this one. All right. I, I feel think that I'm going to – I still think I'm going to dig in and find something here. But, again – you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You can't force it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. We just don't want to force. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one way to go, all right? Uh, the next thing that we need to get into is, are there any preseason games that you are interested in or that you are looking at right now? 
Yeah, uh, Thursday, actually, excuse me, tomorrow night, Friday night, I, I like two games. Uh, my favorite, actually, is the Jaguars to beat the Browns. Jaguars mm. are plus one and plus 100 at home. Uh, obviously, that means the Browns are minus one, minus 120 on the road. We saw the Jags get absolutely worked by the Raiders in the Hall of Fame game. But that's okay, uh, because... I expect at the very least C.J. Beathard to play for the Jaguars. He did not play in the Hall of Fame game. Trevor Lawrence, I I, I think I saw he's going to play a little bit in the first quarter, but that's not too relevant to me. It's which quarterback is going to play, you know, the, the bulk of the second quarter, and that should be C.J. Beathard. And honestly, Holden, I'm just going to fade Deshaun Watson, who's starting in this game. I'm absolutely fading Deshaun Watson. I don't think he's playing, dude. I really don't think he's going to play. I had seen where the expectation is he will start this game. I know. I think that the NFL is probably going to rush their their judgment, though. You think they want that guy going out on the field? It'll certainly make for interesting TV for those tuning into Browns-Jags preseason. It'll give you a reason to do so. Oh, um, yeah. But I think Doug Peterson's going to get his first win as a Jags head coach here. I'm fading the Browns, you know, even if Deshaun doesn't play. I'm just fading that team right now. Uh, so I like the Jags. I also like the Lions with the exact same line. Plus one at home, plus 100 on the money line at home. Uh, and maybe this one, there's more sound logic, actually, than just fading the Browns and Deshaun Watson. Because I like this depth chart. Now, Tim Boyle's going to play probably the bulk of this game. Uh, he's the backup quarterback along with David Blau. But we've seen Blau play in the NFL. But the reason that I like this game is I like some of the skill position that they have. You have Craig Reynolds as the fourth string running back. He got some run late last season for the Lions. Actually had a couple decent uh, lines rushing for around 100 yards in a game or two. Uh, you got Devin Funches at tight end now. That should be pretty interesting. Uh, you also have Khalil Pimpleton, a, a uh, lower on the depth chart wide receiver, who was actually a really good skill position player at Central Michigan in the MAC playing for Jim McElwain. I like Khalil Pimpleton. Uh, also, uh, a couple other skill position players as well that I that I think can contribute. So I like the Lions to beat uh, Arthur Smith, the most random nobody head coach hire of the offseason. Uh, and Desmond Ritter, who I think will probably play a lot at quarterback for the Falcons, I'm not big on him. So give me the Lions and the Jags, a couple slight home dogs on uh, Friday night, tomorrow night. I'm on the same game there with the uh, with Cleveland and the Jags. Just said I'm on the under 37 and a half. I went through some betting systems yesterday and like 37 and a half is an extremely high total. Second of all, you might get some nasty weather. Third of all, like unders when the temperature is around 90 degrees, just there's a ridiculous number uh, that goes to the under there. So I think it's interesting when you look at some of the betting systems here and ultimately, let me see, favorites in the range of three, minus three and a half to seven have been uh, reliable hitting at a 56% clip. I'm just going to read you some of these. You can, you can find this out. Um, most games land in the one to three range. This is where underdogs thrive. So you're plus ones right there. Since 2015, underdogs in the plus one to three range hit at a 59.5% clip. Okay. So you're on the Jaguars is what you're saying. And the Jaguars yeah. are a one-point dog. So I think mm -hmm. that's a great way to look at it. And I looked at the totals. And again, um, 16 preseason games showed totals of 
30. None of the 16 preseason games showed totals of 37 or higher, with the closest being 36 and a half. Well, I checked this morning on Bet Rivers, and I believe um, that we have a 37 and a half that I bet. So that Jaguars game might be one I have to watch, which is disgusting. Like watching the Jaguars regular season is tough. Watching them preseason where Trevor Lawrence isn't going to play that much, that's going to be brutal, dude. 37 and a half. That's, it's almost an auto bet. Plus, all right. I don't do single game parlays very often, but dude, do we just want to take the Jaguars and then the under? And I can get that at plus 250. Yeah, and I also do want to throw out there that, you know, usually I don't like betting plus ones on the spread, but in the preseason where you could get ties, games that don't go to overtime, uh, it is maybe worth taking the plus one. But that being said, I still think I'm still going to go with both those teams to win. I just wanted to throw out there that a plus one in the preseason actually could be something that could save you a push if you don't like pushes. Yeah, there's plus one and a half, too. Mm-hmm. Boy, I don't like the fact that I'm betting all this preseason stuff, but it's here, man. Yeah. It's here. And I'm not breaking the bank. You know? I'm just not going to do it. There's no home field advantage. Road teams have hit at a 54% clip. You know, you might want to lean toward road teams. That doesn't work for your Jacksonville play. But again, there's just a lot of betting systems that you can look at. Detroit... Mm-hmm. plus one and a half you're going there i mean i wish i can get an all you might as well hit the money line then right there plus at minus 110 right yeah yeah no i mean i will hit the money line but i'm, I'm just saying if anyone out there wants to you know if you're feeling cautious because over time you know some people i don't like pushes man imagine you watch a three-hour preseason game for it to end oh. in a push yeah that's boring well, I'll just take the best play, but I get what you're saying, man. I absolutely get what you're saying. So a huge NFL card for us. We're all in in the preseason. There's somebody else in town that's a a ding-dong like me that does this. It's it's, 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 what do you see? What are your edges? And you you can look at – I love looking at depth charts, you know, and this is where, you know, oh, hey, I saw Khalil Pimpleton play at Central Michigan. This guy's good. And the public might just completely overlook a player like that who's lower on the depth chart – but who will, as a rookie, get play in the second half and could be dynamic for the Lions. I love looking at stuff like that. Uh, And then the auto bet, I never bet 190s, and I bet one on the Ravens. I mean, when you've won 20 straight and you're 18-1-1 against the spread, John Harbaugh has something here. Yeah. I don't love betting minus 190s, but at some point you got to. Plus 18-1-1, minus three, three and a half. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking about that, but any any running on the Ravens train with me? Well, you know that the Ravens are going to do whatever they can to win that game. And um, who's that backup quarterback of theirs? Why am I spacing his name, Holden, if you could help he's me the, out? He's here. another mobile guy, right? Because RG3 Huntley? is gone. It's Huntley, right? Tyler yeah. Huntley. Or Brent Huntley. Hold on. Brent Huntley. That's who it's got to be. Uh, no, yeah. you're thinking of Brent Huntley, Tyler Huntley. Tyler, it is Tyler Huntley. Yeah, Tyler okay. Huntley. Yeah. Uh, he's a good backup quarterback. In fact, he almost won some games last year in the NFL. He uh, he almost beat the Packers. Like, that game was wide, neck and neck down, uh, down to the wire. Um, I guess the concern with this game, even though, yeah, dude, I think the Ravens win this game because they're going to do whatever they can 
to preserve that streak. Remember, they wanted to preserve that 100-game consecutive games with 100 yards rushing against the Broncos. Uh, was it last season or two seasons ago? Either way, they wanted to preserve that streak. So when they should have taken a knee late in the game, instead they ran to try to get to 100 yards rushing because they care about these silly records, such as a 20-game going on 21-game preseason win streak. I guess the only concern is, is Malik Will is good. I know he fell in the draft, but just because he fell in the draft doesn't mean that he's not a good quarterback prospect. It could just mean that teams, you know, were low on him because of his size, stuff like that. Uh, so maybe Malik Willis is the elixir that ends this streak, but hmm, that's a big ask because even if Malik Willis plays well, he won't play the entire back half of this game. So, yeah, I, I think the Ravens are going to keep that streak going, and it'll be one of those things of who can beat the Ravens in the preseason going forward. I just, I'm going to take it, man. And then if that doesn't work, I'm going to take him in the second game. So it's just, I'm, I'm going to profit at some point. If, my, if you lose a minus 190, though, you're totally screwed. So I did kind of back that up with the, with the minus three in that game because uh, it'll be tough to catch up. You'd basically have to win three straight in order to make up the money there, which is why I usually don't bet that. You got anything in baseball coming up here? Well, we have a, a huge game tonight, Holden. I mean, really not if you look at the two records of the two teams involved, but the Field of Dreams game is tonight, and it's an interesting one because it's two teams who are about 20 games under 500. The Reds in the Cubs, but, it, you know, I mean, I guess it's a couple of heritage teams playing at an old-school site, so I guess that's why they chose the Reds and the Cubs. Um, you know, both these teams are similar. Both are actually playing better of late, especially the Reds, who just had a couple of nice wins over the Brewers. They just, you know, they had wins over a better opponent. The Cubs have played well against the Nationals and Marlins recently. Those are weaker opponents. Uh, Nick Lodolo, who was a recent, I think, top-10 draft pick, uh, he's going to go up against Drew Smiley, the veteran left-hander, who is coming off of a good start. And Drew Smiley will go on some stretches where he pitches well. So this is a really evenly matched game. So the way that I'm attacking this game is who deserves to win in Iowa more? Who, who's got that juice? Well, Joey Votto's on the Reds. He's probably the most established, like, legendary player on either team. Um, and I also like to look at managers, Okay. In a game like this, David Ross for the Cubs, who's a good manager. Like, I like him. Going up against David Bell of the Reds. David Bell's a little lesser known, but he, I think he's an underrated manager. He's the son of Buddy Bell, former Major League, former Rockies manager, Buddy Bell. Home mm -hmm. the Field of Dreams is all about having a catch with your father. Oh, God. You're, you, that's the narrative you're betting this on? I'm going to go with the Reds tonight. Also, if the Reds win this game... They'll have the exact same record as the Cubs coming out of this game. Both teams will be 45 and 66. Give me the Reds. And they're playing better. You get, like, Jonathan India batting leadoff. Nick Senzel's a, a young player who's actually playing better of late. Uh, Kyle Farmer is an infielder who can hit the occasional bomb, and he's going to be playing on the farm. Give me the Reds tonight. You get a um, random profit boost if you bet the Field of Dreams on Bet Rivers. So let me see. I'm not gonna. I'm not betting the Reds just because you. I got 25% profit boost up to $25, but still, it's a nice little boost there. It'll go from minus 118 to plus 106. So if you're That's betting great. that, I'm not betting that game. No, I'm actually kind of. I'm talking myself even more into the Reds. Here's another thing too. 
Uh, they have a good uh, late inning reliever. In fact, he might be their closer now, Alexis Diaz. He's yes. the brother of Edwin Diaz of the Mets, mm -hmm. and he's pitching pretty well. So you get a solid mm -hmm. bullpen arm there too with the Reds. I'm telling you, holding the Reds, that's the pick tonight at minus 115, or you can use your Bet Rivers boost. Just go back the, um, just go go back the Pirates today. It's going to be much simpler for you. You're going to get them at plus 160. Okay, you got a day game. You got a couple young sluggers there, including O'Neill Cruz. They're going to upset Merrill Kelly with J.D. Brubaker today, okay? To Cupita Marcano, Jason, or Jose Godoy, all these. They're just going to take out the Diamondbacks this afternoon at 1.40 hour time. Well, you do get uh, Brian Reynolds and Key Brian Hayes batting two and three in that lineup, and those are good hitters. So is O'Neill Cruz. Have you watched this kid? Yeah, he. I, I saw that uh, like almost 100-mile-an-hour throw that he had from oh, yeah. uh, short to first. He hits bombs. He does. He's like yeah. eight feet tall, really skinny. He just hits <laughs> bombs. He's like Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, he was. He's a good prospect. He is. I no prospect no longer. He's in. He's a pirate now. Yeah. So that's my play for anything else baseball wise. I, I, I mean, I am intrigued by the Orioles tonight at the Red Sox. The Orioles yeah. told him they just refuse to lose. They refuse to lose. Um, Trevor Story's still out of this lineup. And I think that that's hurting the Red Sox. Um, the last time I was on this show, I gave you the Red Sox as a play. I went two out of three on my plays, and the one loss was Boston. Uh, I really hope that their reliever, Darwinzon Hernandez, pitches tonight because he's the reason that I lost that Royals game. His ERA is at, like, 12. He's terrible. Um, and if it's a magical field of dreams night, I kind of want to go with O's magic. Like, they just refuse to lose. Uh, but I don't love that pick. But if you're feeling like getting on the O's magic train with me, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's let's hop aboard. Don't play the Pirates, by the way. I was just kidding. You don't you don't want to go there. Just don't back me. They're not going to win today. I'm glad you went through all that. Um, what's going on in the show, man? Is Crackman gone? Are you co-hosting again? Um, I had been co-hosting. Uh, now I'm getting a couple days off just to produce. Uh, but if you want to catch me on Altitude 92.5, 6 to 7 p.m., I uh, do a little show. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure tonight, you know, when we're doing the show, we'll be seeing everyone walk out through the cornfields and we'll and we'll talk a little Field of Dreams game on, on the Blitz on Altitude 92.5 tonight. And I'll be supporting my Reds. I am a Reds fan as of 10 minutes ago. I love it. Love these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I Believe it or not, I will be watching – uh, preseason football tonight. I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm taking that over the field of dreams. Oh, I got to bring up Kadri to you. We expected him to go to the aisles for like a month now, and he finally went. So the, the avalanche are going to be just fine, but you got any thoughts on that? Well, he, has, you know, he still has not officially signed. I guess he wants $9 million a year, but that's yeah. fine. Like uh, Logan O'Connor could want $9 million a year. Guess what, bud? If no one's offering you $9 million, then are you going to hold out? Are you going to tell somebody decides to pay you that? If Nobody's going to pay you that, though. I, I love Nazem Kadri, but nobody wants to pay a, a, a guy who's going to turn 32 in October $9 million a year. That's as much as Miko Rantanen's making. That's more than Gabe Landeskog is making. Uh, so I think ultimately uh, he'll he'll settle for what his market is, which is probably closer to 7 Maybe he could get close to $8 million a year. Um, but then he'll probably ultimately sign with the Islanders. Uh, that is the way it's looking, but it's just not official yet. 
All right, my friend, get you out of here. Um, I was going to ask you about Chris Bryant. You know what? Screw it. I'll ask you about Chris Bryant. Dude's going to end up missing 120 games this year. Um, I have a hard time calling guys busts when they're injured, but this is not a good start, man. This is just about as bad as it gets. The guy can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the field. A back, the foot, it's not not paying off at all. And it's unfortunate because the Rockies always think they're a player away from contending, and they never are. It's like a broken record with them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, when Chris Bryant's healthy and right, he is a good hitter. I still don't think he has a home run at Coors Field this year. I think he's got like four or five road home runs. In the, in the time he's been able to stay healthy, but uh, no home runs at Coors Field so far, which is weird. I, I mean, remember like several years ago, there was a debate, and I know that Chris Bryant's a left fielder now. He doesn't play third base anymore, but who's the better third baseman? You know, back when Chris Bryant like won an MVP, who's better, Bryant or Nolan? And I was saying like, it's Nolan because Nolan's defense puts him over the top to me, and he's and he's right there offensively. Maybe, yeah, Bryant a few years ago was a, a smidge better offensively, uh, but it's clear as day now that you'd rather have Nolan Arenado. But, you know, they traded him $50 million cash and got no good prospects from, from the Cardinals. Hold uh, on, did they get Montero? At least, Mon- I like this kid, Alluri's Montero. He's He's got some pop. He's got some pop. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, his upside is, like, good Franmil Reyes, who... Ooh, Franmil. Which is, this is actually a take I have uh, related to the Field of Dreams game tonight is so the the guardians recently dfa'd fran meal and then the cubs sent frank schwindel down to triple a to clear room for fran meal if i'm frank schwindel i'm like bro i've been on the cubs all year the one thing i was looking forward to was the field of dreams game and now you're gonna send me to triple a to make room for fran meal reyes screw you if i'm frank schwindel i'm livid Poor Frank Schwindel. I'll pour one out for my homie tonight when I'm watching NFL preseason. As always, my friend, thank you for the time. You take care of yourself. Thank you, Olden. All right, thanks to Springer for hopping on. I want to wrap this up. Bet Rivers has all the player props out right now, or a lot of them, I should say. And been waiting for him to drop. It's kind of cool. Uh, they've got parlays. Uh, Russell Wilson to win the regular season MVP and the Broncos to win the. 